0: Grace and mercy and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ amen please be seated the text for today comes from Hebrews chapter 12 the writer of Hebrews says "Consider Jesus who endured from sinners such hostility against himself so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted dear friends if you want easy in this life pick a different religion Christianity is not for you. I'm not a very good salesman, am I? You would think that after 10 years with you here that I might have a more cheery outlook or a more positive viewpoint. But this place is not a place to placate those who try, but palliative care for those who shall die. God says to his prophet Jeremiah, thus says the Lord of hosts, do not listen to the words of the prophets who prophesy to you filling you with vain hope, saying, It shall be well with you, and no disaster shall come upon you. This is simply not true. God did not promise that faith in Him would grant full bellies or full wallets or a good car or a good job or a good life. This kind of preaching and teaching is called a theology of glory. When one is promised, by having faith in God, all good things that this life has to offer, Or to put it more succinctly, with faith in God, you are told in a theology of glory that you can have your best life now. This has long been the territory of tele-evangelists, false prophets, and deceivers who tell you, well, get in there with the Christians, get into the church, because when you get into the church, things are really great in there. Only to find out that upon entering the church that your wallet did not magically fill up, and your cupboard may have remained bare as old Mother Hubbard's, and that someone who told you this was pulling the old bait and switch. Jesus' parable of the sower alludes to this when he says, There are those who hear the word, immediately they receive it with joy, and they have no root in themselves and endure for a while. Then when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately they fall away. And others are the ones sown among the thorns they are those who hear the word but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and desires for other things enter in and choke the word and it proves unfruitful on top of that in today's gospel lesson Jesus says that when you are a person of faith in Christ you will have division division even in within your own household with people who do not have faith in Christ Houses will be divided along lines of those who have faith in Christ and those who do not. Two against three and three against two. Fathers and sons against each other. Mothers and daughters divided with Christ being that dividing line. Those who promise that it is really great in here have it wrong. I don't come to church Because it's great in here, I come to church because I am not great. I do not come to the Lord's house because it makes me good, but because I am not good. I am sinful. I am broken. I can assure you that as your pastor, I am as sinful and broken and stooped as low as you. I come not because God promises to fill my wallet or my cupboard, but because he promised to fill my debt of sin that I owed. Christ came and filled that debt, took on human flesh to have it flayed from his back, and he was crowned with thorns and nailed to a cross to pay the debt of sin that you and I owed. In Christ, by his death, your payment for sins was made, and you are forgiven. Three days, three days after that payment was made, Christ walked out of the tomb alive and took his rightful place at the right hand of God the Father, giving us the promise that sustains us in this life unto life everlasting, that by his resurrection we shall receive the same, resurrection from the dead unto life everlasting. Our God does not promise fun, but forgiveness, not riches in this life, but a rich life in the life to come. There it is, the world, a theology of glory, the devil. They offer things that are seen, carnal things, created things, but faith in Christ walks the path of the unseen. We in our sin want things that are seen so that we can do things that we want to remain unseen. Adam wanted to remain unseen when he had sinned. He hid in the garden. He hid himself away from God thinking that the created things that were there could cover his sin, the sin from his creator. But God tells us through his prophet Jeremiah, Am I not a God at hand, declares the Lord, and not a God afar off as well? Can a man hide himself in the secret places so that I cannot see him, declares the Lord? Do I not fill heaven and earth, declares the Lord? Dear friends, you can't hide your sin from God, but you don't need to. Because of the cross of Christ Christ has put away your sin, all of your sin, every sin, and hidden your life away with Christ Jesus in heaven waiting for you. Today, today in the waters of baptism, Tilly was made a daughter of the heavenly king, and all that she needs for salvation was given to her this day. Today, Jesus gave Tilly his work, his kingdom, his death, his shed blood, his resurrection, And he didn't promise that her life would now be easy or that she would revel in riches or traipse past trial and tribulation. But now that he is her God and he is near her and has given her his Holy Spirit as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come, and that is her eternal life. What God gives in faith is the one unseen, Jesus Christ, that we might inherit a world that is only seen through the eyes of faith. Look at what faith wrought. The writer of Hebrews recounts Abraham offered up and received back his son from death, knowing that our God is a God that raises the dead. Isaac trusted that the blessings he spoke over his sons would come to fruition, because God is faithful. Joseph knew that burying his bones would not be the end of his life. And Moses gave up a kingly life for a life of suffering with God's people, because he considered the reproach of Christ greater than the wealth of all of Egypt for he was looking forward to the reward. What reward? The only reward that matters, a home in heaven. There was a Republican senator from Oregon named Mark Hatfield, and he tells in his book about a crisis of faith that led him to touring Calcutta with Mother Teresa and visiting the so-called House of the Dying where the sick children are cared for in their last days, in the dispensary he visited where poor people lined up by the hundreds to receive medical attention. Watching Mother Teresa minister to these people, feeding and nursing those left by others to die, Hatfield was overwhelmed by the sheer magnitude of the suffering that she and her coworkers faced daily. "'How can you bear the load without being crushed by it?' he asked. Mother Teresa replied, "'My dear Senator, I am not called to be successful.' I am called to be faithful. Dear friends, let us remain faithful. We here at Riverbend Lutheran Church not kowtowing to the whims of the world or the desires of the popular. As God's faithful people, let us run the race with endurance set before us. This race of life with its trials and tribulations, with its snares and its traps, with its brokenness and its pain. And when we lose heart, Let us consider Jesus who endured the cross, who was faithful unto death, so that by his death we are forgiven, and by his resurrection, salvation is yours. Easy. The word easy is not used often in Scripture. Jesus says, Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the way is easy. That leads to destruction, and those who enter it are many. But the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. Dear friends, Christ is that gate and you have found him. Or more explicitly, Christ has found you. Jesus loves you and he will hold you and keep you in the faith until life everlasting. Thanks be to God. Amen. And now let us pray. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds, in and through Christ Jesus, unto life everlasting. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com, call us at 780-430-7382 or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com. Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace.